The hardest part is starting. I heard this quote by Simon Sinek a long time ago, and it's one of those quotes that is always in the back of my head, waiting for the day to come where I feel like doing anything but the task at hand. This year has been really good to me. I've been knocking out my days with a whole list of accomplishments. Each night as I lay in bed, I've been proud of myself for the work I've put in that day. So far, I've only missed five workouts, and I talked about this a bit before, but the goal, the lofty goal I have for 2023, is to work out for 90% of the year. That means I can only miss 35 workouts, so I'm down to 30. It's almost like a game, you know? I really have to structure my off days accordingly, or else it's going to get out of hand, and before I know it, I'll be down to 10 workouts with 5 months left. Now, last year came with its struggles, you guys heard about this, you know, I, I missed a couple weeks in March because I had a suspected hernia, and then I went on vacation in June or July, no, it was August I went on vacation, and then I came back with COVID, which meant I missed like three weeks of working out. That's why I need to capitalize on the days I'm healthy, because without fail, there will be a period of time this year where something unexpected comes up that will put me out of the commission that will set me back, that will have me missing days. It's going to happen, and the fact that I've already missed five days is quite frustrating, because realistically, I can miss three days a month. That's it, three days a month. Three times 12 is 36. And for me, it'll put me around 90%. Okay, so that's kind of like the average, like three days a month. Looking back, I missed one in January. I only missed one in January because, oh, well, wait. I think I missed two in January. At the, the end of the, the month, my gym was closed because of a nice storm. But then there was another time in January, I just was tired, so I didn't work out. And then I missed one because I went out at night and I forgot. <laughs> and then I missed another one after my... 5k barefoot run which i'm gonna talk about in a second because i thought i was gonna die after that uh, at least my body felt terrible and then i missed one yesterday literally as i was writing this i went out again last night and i just kind of forgot about my workout and there's no excuse for that really i i was fine i i could have done my workout and yeah there's really no reason i shouldn't have worked out the only day I really was okay with missing was the day after my barefoot 5k because my legs literally felt broken. <laughs> so I know I talked about this previously and just a little sidetrack here. I started running again. Even though I'm still in my workout program, the weather's been really nice. So I started doing a run once a week and 5k's are pretty easy, but doing them barefoot that's been a challenge, mainly because you don't have anything absorbing each stride you take. No cushioning, nothing. It's just your fucking foot, right? And when I say barefoot, I really mean like it, like just my foot, like no shoes, nothing. I'm running with naked feet. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to start using that naked feet. At first, after my first one, my calves and tibia were hurting really bad, like shin splints the whole thing but i i really like calf pain like there's something sadistic about it but like 
I fucking love that shit. And I soak it in. I'm like, because oh, I have no idea why. But calf pain is just like my my bread and butter. Like I'll fucking take calf pain over tibia pain all fucking day. Now, I just did my second Barefoot 5K a couple days ago and I crushed it. And it's been like three days since I'm writing this podcast. And I have calf pain, but nowhere near the pain I had the previous week. Also, my tibia, my tibias are not hurting me at all. So no shin splints at all, just calf pain, which is like no fucking big deal. I'll, like I said, I love that shit. So, but but shin splints, if, if I had shin splints again, I'd be really concerned because those are kind of like a deal breaker. No one fucking wants those. I bring all this up, and I know I got sidetracked. I'm sorry, guys. I bring all this up because the other day I woke up and I literally felt like the weight of the world on my back. I recently started drinking coffee, and as I sat in front of my computer drinking my coffee, all I wanted to do was hop on a video game and forget all I had to do for that day. Even with caffeine rushing through my bloodstream, there was an anchor attached to my legs, causing me the same place, unable to move, stagnant. And as I sift through all the excuses in my head on why I don't need to get shit done today, or how I could justify not doing shit, I remember something David Goggins said on Joe Rogan. He's talking about how much he procrastinates. If you know anything about Goggins, you'd be very surprised to hear that he ever procrastinates. But he's talking to Rogan and says, I don't want to do this shit. I'm not a superhero. I'm looking at my shoes for 30 minutes. I don't want to do this. But guess what? I'm going to fucking do it. And that was me as I sat in my desk chair, thinking back to what Goggins and Simon Sinek said. I don't want to do this shit, but all I got to do is start, and that will be enough to get me going. So as I sat in my chair all poopy pants feeling bad for myself, I know I just need to start, and I haven't done anything for the day, nothing. So I have a fucking brain blast over here, and I tell myself, let's just pretend I'm getting ready for work. And like David Goggins says, roger that. I started with brushing my teeth and then I take a shower, and I always end my shower with cold water, which if you haven't tried, let me tell you, it will change your fucking life. It's amazing. You eat. And you literally do get like a brain blast in the shower. And I'm sorry for quoting Jimmy Neutron so much, but I'll get a brain freeze from the cold water over my head. It's crazy. The amount of energy you you generate it, it, during the cold shower or the end of the, you know, the 30 seconds to a minute that you're doing it. Oh my gosh. You get out and you're, you're ready to run through a fucking wall. So now I'm moving, you know, I'm out of the shower. I'm fucking that rock is slowly getting pushed up the, the metaphorical mountain, okay? And it's a Tuesday, which means it's a gym day. And I don't skip gym days. Those are non-negotiables for me. I'll procrastinate going, but I will not fucking skip it. Gym workout, I go to the gym, gym workout, goes great, right? I come back home, eat some food, and now I'm just watching TV. You know, I'm like, okay, that's it. Because I, I have three days off in the week. So realistically, I can fuck off for a day and not feel bad about it. But as I sat there, I'm thinking, what the fuck? That can't be it for the day, Richard. You got more in you. And I went to the wall of workouts from last year. And on this day last year, I not only ran seven miles, I also did a home workout. 
My mentality around life is to always be better than I was last year. And looking at that gave me a sense of urgency. Like how, how am I gonna just do a gym workout and call it a day? Especially if I don't have anything else planned. I needed to go for a run. It was even a difficult decision because honestly, I was supposed to go for a run Sunday morning, but I let my bed win that battle. So I felt an even higher sense of urgency to get the fuck out there and tackle a barefoot 5K. The run went very well. I mean, besides the part where my stomach was doing flips, digesting my lunch, causing me to cramp and burping up food every minute. You know, that obviously not the best part, but it is what it is. Like you fight through that shit. When I get home, I cleaned up and ate some more food and the run actually put me in another gear. I'm out here gritting in my fucking living room and I don't know what it is about runs, but literally they put me in the most euphoric fucking space. It's, it's crazy how much energy I generate from a run. And I'll, I'll be able to run through, I could run through fucking walls after I run. It's, I don't even, like I could literally take a car and put it over my head. I can lift up a fucking truck on my back and do squats with that shit. I'm telling you something about runs, something about getting sunlight, something about going barefoot outside. It makes me a better person. It also makes me a fucking superhero. And if Marvel's listening, fucking hire me because I could definitely be Spider-Man after if I just keep these runs up, okay? I'm just putting it out there, you know? I don't know who listens to this shit, but it's just if you work for Marvel, I'm I am definitely here for you. Okay? So I get done, you know, I'm doing the gritty and shit. I'm feeling really fucking good. So I, I went grocery shopping. I'm like, fuck it. I, I usually go Wednesday nights, but fuck it. I got I got time. It's like seven o'clock. I'm like, usually by now I'm like, you know, it's dark outside. I'm like, I don't want to go outside, but I did it. I went grocery shopping and then I came home and I cleaned my fucking bathroom. I put my groceries away and I'm just like, yeah, let's just clean my fucking bathroom. And I actually ended the day playing the video game. I so desperately wanted to play all day. And that day was my first fantastic fucking day of the year. Last year I talked about good days, great days, and fantastic days. I can't remember exactly what I wanted to call the days that were better than fantastic days, but I really like fantastic fucking days, so I'm keeping it. Anyways, those days are rare. Those very rare. I I I did not see myself having one of those days for a very long time. Especially since I had one or two last year, maybe even just one last year. And I think I talked about this before, but how I classify fantastic fucking days was I only had a gym workout plan for the day. That's it. So when I do more than one thing that's been scheduled, then I consider that a fantastic day. But I went ahead and did about three things that I never planned on doing. Three or four things, which again, is something that rarely happens. The whole point of all this, all this fucking rambling I'm doing is to remind you, you can have one of the best days of your year. If all you do is just start moving that metaphorical rock up the hill, even if you wake up like I did and feel all poopy pants, you can still end the day 10 times better than where you started. And all you need to do, all you need to do is trust the process of starting, of moving forward. That really is the hardest part of any day, especially on your days off. Because how easy is it to just fuck off? and sit on your couch all day while you binge watch the latest Netflix show 
It's very fucking easy. That's why I started to treat each morning like I'm getting ready for work. You know, get up, eat some food, brush my teeth, and shower. Because if I don't, if I don't do that, then I can easily turn into what happened on Tuesday where I'm anchored to my fucking desk. I'm willing to move. The simple act of pretending like I'm getting ready for work will simply jumpstart my day and yours too. I'm winning the morning by brushing my teeth and taking a cold shower. If you get some fucking wins under your belt right when you wake up, it's almost guaranteed that you'll have a productive day ahead of you. Who in the right mind takes a shower just to go back to sitting on the couch and watching TV? That sounds psychotic to me. And if you're doing that, what the fuck are you doing? It doesn't have to be a shower either. It could be a walk outside or changing into different clothes from the night before. Find what works best for you. But you have to make sure you start. That you essentially win the morning. You may procrastinate. No one is immune to that. Even David Goggins. The important part is that you eventually get to work. That you end the day in a better position than you were the day before. You're capable of achieving the craziest things imaginable. But that starts with you getting off the couch and starting. You can't achieve anything if you don't start. And for many people, starting is the hardest part. The monotonous act of placing one brick on top of another brick. Each day, over and over and over again. You'll build a wall soon enough. But you got it. And again, this is a non-negotiable. You gotta place a brick down every day. Placing one brick every day is a much surer way of success than trying to place five bricks every day because eventually you'll burn out. But if you start every day with prepping that brick and placing it down as beautifully as you can and just focus on that each day, you will succeed. It's not a matter of if, but when. Your dreams and goals are not unrealistic. Don't let anyone fucking tell you that shit. You will get there, and yes, some days the brick will feel like an anchor trapping you to the couch unable to move. But as long as you get up and do something, even if it's something small, you'll be moving forward. You'll be on the path to betterment, on the path to success. It's a process that doesn't take days off. A process that will take much longer than you can even imagine. But you will get there. You just have to start. Start each day and keep at it. You got this, guys. Come on. Let's fucking go. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I truly do appreciate each and every single one of you. If you enjoyed this episode, again, please leave a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to this on and refer to a friend. It helps out the show immensely. If you want to support the show, there's a link in the show notes. Click it. It'll give you further instructions to go from there. If you want to follow me on Instagram, my personal page is Petrie Richard underscore. That's P-E-T-R-Y Richard underscore. And my fitness page is Richard Petrie Fitness. Thanks again for listening, guys. And I'll see you all next Friday. Peace.